Welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Griego-Kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. In this podcast, we talk about sustainable investing and how your portfolio reflects your values. Do your investments seek accountability from corporations that govern more and more of our society and even the lives we lead? Listen in as we explore the question, are you investing like you give a damn? Hello and welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Griego Kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. Today is going to be a really, really fun podcast. Not that they all aren't, but this is this is a little bit out of the box. Kim, what are we doing today? Yeah, welcome. I'm so good to be here again. And yeah, I really wanted to do something that I thought would be a little bit fun and a little different than what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is what I'm calling 30 Eco tips for a greener life. I probably could have come up with a hundred, but I wanted to scale it back a little bit. So yeah, so thirty eco tips for a greener life. That's what we're talking about today. All right, and uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'll just be honest. I've got the notes in front of me, and I've done a little bit of cheating. So I'm just gonna let you start, and then we'll, yeah. we'll talk about a few things here. Yeah, and and I hope since I sent them to you, I hope you did the first three because I did, and it was a bit of an eye opener for me. I did the first so. one. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't either. So let's start there and talk about number one. So I found this this thing called footprintcalculator.org. And I went in and did it. And what it does is it looks at all these different aspects of your life. And it tells you how many earths does it take to live like you do. And I thought I was pretty eco-friendly, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what you got, but well, you, honestly, you I was first. a little embarrassed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. So it takes, if everybody lived like I do, and, and listen, this is my job. I, I do sustainability for a living, right? It said, if everybody lived like I do, now I'm not, you know, I don't know exactly how realistic this is, but it's, I mean, I, I guess it's pretty realistic. It said if everybody lived like I do, it would take 5.4 Earths to, 5. to live like I do. Earths. Yeah. Huh. I was like, what? Did I do this right? You know, I recycle. I garden. I, you know, I think probably the biggest part for me is that we drive a lot because we live out of town. Yeah. And so we, we have to drive a lot every week. And, so I'm feeling better I, about my number. <laughs> good. <laughs> Cause I feel horrible. Well, I no, feel horrible. So here's, and, and, and really it, this, this website is fantastic because yeah. it, it breaks it down. And so I, I will tell you where I scored the lowest or the best, I guess, is mobility because yeah. I don't have to travel a whole lot. And yeah. my, my office, most of the work that I do for my company and for podcasting and this is my home office. So I'm not having to commute every day. So that's, that really helped my score. I can't imagine if I had to commute to work because I'm at five. So five earths for me, Okay, it was five on the money. But my biggest thing was I'm a, apparently I eat way too much meat. Mm, Yeah. 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 So I think it, it, you know, so I fly a lot for for work and, and I drive a lot Mm -hmm. and that, you know, really affects, I think my number. Did yeah, it did it give was, you your carbon footprint? Well, that's that's number two, which we'll talk about. 
Oh, I but, see. That's the one I didn't do. They also yeah. give your carbon footprint on footprintcalculator.org. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested. I want to go to carbon footprint next and I'll, I'll do that one after we're done with the show. Yeah. But it was, I, it was shocking. <laughs> I was shocked. And, you know, uh, one of the things that my wife and I have been trying to do is carpool more. Mm-hmm. So we're not both driving every day, but our schedules don't always mesh. And, you know, part of the problem is, is I want to go to the gym and go for a run after work. And she goes home and takes care of the dogs and makes dinner. And, you know, it it wouldn't make sense because then she'd have to come back and pick me up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we live 12 miles from the office. And so, you know, we'd still have to drive into town twice. And so we don't carpool enough. And that is a problem. Yeah. So. Well, and then also it's. The idea of public transportation is great, but not every city has good public transportation. We Um, live in a fairly small city and we don't have public transportation out to the country where we live. Yep. 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 So it is, it is a bit of a problem. So yes, I honestly Unless you start combining that jogging and going to work, but that's 12 miles. That's a lot of jogging. (laughs) 24 miles round trip. Uh, (laughs) That's not me. I'm sorry. That's a... Well, yeah. it's 12 miles one way. <laughs> exactly. 24 miles. That's what I'm saying. That's a lot of, a lot I'm not going to run a marathon every day. <laughs> yeah. But think of all the benefits to the earth. Come on, Kim. Right. That's well, we I have here. considered in the warmer months, I mean, you know, we're 7,000 feet, so it's cold and snowy a lot, but in the warmer months, I have considered riding my bike. Yeah. Which may be an option. So I and might I'll, have to seriously consider that. Well, and, and well, here's the other thing is that they have some of those, uh, the bicycles that are also e-bikes to where you yes. have some electricity where either it is a, an assist or yeah. when you just get tired, you can just turn the thing on. You know, you engage the little motor at that point and, and obviously you're using electricity to charge it, yeah. so on and so forth, but it's way less than it's going to be for even an electric car because it's a little yes. bike and it's a smaller motor. And yeah, it'll be fun. Yes. Yes. And after this shocking revelation, I think that may be uh, a next step for us. So, yeah. So number two, which is carbonfootprint.com. It tells you what your actual carbon footprint is and it tells you how you can reduce it and or buy offsets. What does that so, mean? What does buying offsets well, mean? So for example, there are a couple of airlines. I think Delta is one of them. When you buy your plane ticket, you can at the same time pay a little bit extra money to offset the carbon footprint of that flight. So I think we talked about this on a a previous podcast about how some folks are giving up flying because of the carbon footprint of flights and they're using, you know, trains or buses instead of flying. And, and so there are a couple of airlines and I'm pretty sure it's Delta, but I I don't, um, don't quote me on that. Where at the same time you can buy a carbon offset for a few dollars, maybe fifteen or twenty dollars, to offset the carbon footprint. So you buy that offset. It uh, maybe plants trees or uh, does something else to help reduce the carbon that goes into the air at the uh, for, of that airplane flight. Gotcha, uh, and then, and that's something we can check on, right? Where we yes, and there are other third, goes to. Mm-hmm, there are other third party places where you can buy carbon offsets for the carbon footprint that you are using every year gotcha. all right. um, for your driving, all of those things. And so I, now that I realize how many earths it takes me to live every year, 
I think I'm going to have to seriously look at doing that. Yeah, because I mean, that's, I, that'll be curious what that would look like. How much that would, how much offset would it take <laughs> to, to yeah, offset and, five planets? Right, and it's you know buying carbon offsets is not that expensive. It might cost you, you know, one or two hundred dollars a year, which frankly, for the health of our planet, yeah, is not that expensive. No, so not really. if you can afford to fly or drive that much during a year, you can afford a couple hundred dollars to help preserve the planet that we're living on and leaving for our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the third one in the, in this trio here is watercalculator.org, which is the same thing. It looks at your water consumption and, and it also has an educational component. Um, so I, I looked at the site. I, I will admit I didn't do the calculator, um, but I am going to go back and do it. And, and it will help you also reduce your water consumption in, in addition to looking at the, the water usage that you have. So we have a water barrel that collects rainwater and then helps water the plants around our house. I live, as I mentioned, I live in the country. So we have a well, which is different than what most people, you know, they're, they're living in the city and getting city water, which in Santa Fe is extremely expensive because we live in the high desert. So water here is very expensive. People are always looking at ways, I hope, at how to reduce their water consumption. You know, so it's very important to look for leaks, have that checked, pay attention to your water bill. If it suddenly shoots up, you want to definitely look for leaks. We don't get a water bill, so we have to check for for leaks all the time on our property because there's no other way to know if there's a leaky valve somewhere in the house no one's going to send me a water bill. I'm not going to know. Mm-hmm. So those are things you have to check regularly. Gotcha. All right. So these three things I think are very eye-opening. Everyone should do them and look at your footprint, your carbon footprint, your overall footprint, and your your water footprint. Look at ways to reduce those. So, I mean, we could stop there and you can live a cleaner life. <laughs> that would be huge, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But I have some other very particular practical ideas. So I have 27 other ones. So let's talk about those. Let's dig in. Yeah. So, uh, you know, all, all very, very, very simple. So four, number four, reduce your unneeded purchases. Uh, you know, you can you can get used things. You can borrow them. If it's something you don't use all the time, you don't necessarily need to buy it. I like this. Try the 30-day rule. If you think that there's something you want to buy, especially a big per- purchase, wait 30 days if you think you need to buy it. But wait 30 days and um, see if you really do need to buy it. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I think maybe I'll buy a new car. Okay. I'm going to think about it for 30 days and think about do you really need that new car? Um, mm-hmm. If your car is working just fine, maybe you don't need it. Number five, I really love this and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this into practice. Have an eco Sabbath. So take a day. An afternoon, maybe start with an hour where you don't buy anything, nothing at all. Maybe you don't even use any energy for an hour. Mm-hmm. So, so try that. And, and if you're feeling really bold, try a week where you don't buy anything but essentials like food or, or transportation. Like me, if you have to, buy, uh, if you have to drive, um, maybe you can't go a full week without gas. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can, depending on how um, efficient your car is, but um, literally have an eco-Sabbath. Yeah, that's nice. I like yeah. that idea. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this 
in my life, I'm going to institute eco-Sabbath days after I try a day or, or whatever. I'm going to do that whole week idea um, where I don't buy anything at all other than groceries. Yeah, that's, that's great. My, my wife and I right now are in a, it's a bit of a fast for us and, and we're fasting from electronics for the week as best we can. Now we obviously use electronics for our, our work like I am right now, uh, but we're not watching TV in, in the evening. We're not getting on our devices on our phones and things that for unnecessary items. So we're not doing any social media. We're not doing any, any games, nothing. And that's just for our, also to recenter ourselves and spend more time together and spend more time reading a physical book. Have you, have you seen those before with, with paper? They're made of paper. It's, it's been a while, it's but amazing. yes. <laughs> so, yes. but I, I didn't see that, you know, on the, on the list for eco Sabbath, but even cutting down our electricity, you know, footprint, if that's, if that's such a thing, I think that that is something that I want to kind of keep in mind for the future, not just do it for a week, but maybe one day every week for the entire year you know, we're not going to use any electronics or two days a week. And, and just like last night we played Canasta. That makes me feel old saying that out loud. I love that game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, and we got into a little bit of a, you know, heated, heated game and and it got Canasty, but, uh, it was fine. It was, we we had a good time, but, uh, so that's That's one thing we're doing too. Yeah. Yes. Bring back the board games. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I do. I do actually mention books a bit. Yes. So, and number six, replace all the disposable items in your home. Replace disposable batteries. There are rechargeables, razors, um, food storage containers. Use items that can be used over and over again um, rather than disposable. So we're not throwing so much in landfills, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Number seven, don't throw away used items that that can be used by someone else. Yeah. You know, you may be done with it, but someone else might be able to use it. So, so there are places that they can go, thrift stores, consignment, um, sell it on eBay, have a garage sale. Have you heard of FreeCycle? Do you uh, know no. what that is? No. So there are community-based sites um, called FreeCycle, where you list something on FreeCycle and someone who needs that will literally come and pick it up. So you list it on FreeCycle. I have this chair or this table. It's free. I don't want it anymore. Put it out on the curb. Someone will come pick it up. I guarantee it. Nice. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're community-based. So there's that. And then the other thing, we have this in Santa Fe. It usually happens about once a month or once every two months where it's a community repair day for broken items. So, so maybe you have a lamp that the switch doesn't work, um, but you don't know how to repair it. So um, the, the community repair day People who do know how to repair those items, we, they all get together. Maybe you have a radio or a lamp or whatever it is, and someone knows how to fix those. So you bring your lamp, and they help you fix it because they cool. know how to repair it. And yeah. then your lamp is fixed, and then you take it home. So you're not throwing it away, but your lamp gets fixed, and then you can still use it. So yeah. look for community repair days. Or even, um, you know, so. even, even ahead of free cycle. You know, being able to do that, take your lamp or radio or whatever, have it repaired and then give it away. Exactly. If you don't need it. So that's great. Right. Yeah. So, so I love those two ideas specifically. And then, and then, you know, again, if you still don't need it and you don't want to do free cycle because you don't want to leave it out on the curb or whatever, or take mm-hmm. the time, take the things to the thrift stores or consignment stores. If it's a more valuable item and you want to sell it, get something for it. There's lots of ways to do that. Yeah, Absolutely. And then I, I like this idea too, especially if you have children, 
try make your own projects with kids because this is something you can do as a family. If you've ever heard of Pinterest, there's a million things on there. You can make your own soaps, bath bombs, gifts for family and friends. This is great for holidays, not just Christmas, but, you know, Valentine's, Easter, whatever, where you can do make your own projects and then give them away. Or practical items. I can't even tell you how many of these things my mother does. You know, she literally makes her own cleaning products, her own laundry detergent, soaps, candles, all of those things, you know, with a lot of products that you already have around the home that you can put together and then make it. So, you know, why buy expensive products when you can make them very inexpensively and then use them or give them away? Um, So there's that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great idea. Number nine, borrow items that you really only maybe need once or twice or very rarely. (laughs) Uh, There are places called tool lending libraries. That's me. Yeah. I am the tool lending library for you, all my friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah, there, there literally are tool lending libraries or you can borrow them from friends and neighbors. We used to do that. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, can I borrow your saw? I, I just need to cut two pieces of lumber. Yep. You don't need to buy one. <laughs> yep. And, and I always tell people, just make sure you give it back in better shape than you borrowed it. Oh, that'd be nice. Wouldn't that be yeah. nice? <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> you know mean, what they also borrow when they borrow my tools? <laughs> me no telling you me <laughs> it's usually me yeah <laughs> hey can i borrow your saw and drill and, and a bunch of your bits and can you come over and fix this <laughs> yeah. sure that's it but yeah i'm well, happy to help that's always it. a good opportunity to say hey this is how you do this and teach someone <laughs> I, I i do as best i can yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> right well here's number 10 which goes to the book that you just mentioned yes. the book share books and magazines, um, games with friends or neighbors, or um, those things called movies. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can actually replace them with electronic media, so we're not throwing magazines and things. That's right. I, I don't know the last time I actually got a paper magazine, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know there there are those. Or ding ding ding, go back to your local library. Yes, and, and take a book out. <laughs> And libraries have electronic versions of almost every book, yes. right? Or, or a, a large percentage of them. My wife does that yes. all the time, all the time. Yes. She's constantly checking books out, which again, that's great because she doesn't drive there and use the car right. to get there. So exactly, there's all yeah, sorts of can, new new ways to do it. Yeah, you can borrow a book online and read it on a, a Kindle. Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, which again, we are saving trees by doing that, by using the library, whether it's electronic media or borrowing an actual book for people who want to hold the book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Number 11, replace paper napkins and paper towels with cloth and reuse them. We have super absorbent, what I call paper towel replacements. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use those. And then I just toss them in with the regular laundry. Um, I haven't used a paper napkin since I was probably... 15 and at home wow. we use cloth napkins and some of them I've had probably for 20 years. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're going to take, it's not that you're doing extra laundry, you nope. know, by, by having them in there, you're just going to throw them in with a regular load. So exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great I, it, there's no extra laundry with it. And you know, I mean, they're not 
suitable for a formal dinner party, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We do have nice ones for guests, but the ones we use every day, sure, they're faded. That doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it really Well, it goes back to what we were talking about, I think on our last podcast, Kim, where it was incredibly surprising, or maybe it was a couple podcasts ago, but you shared with me how much clothing is thrown away in dumps. And I think it was 90 some odd million pounds. And I don't know if that's, it was just a huge number. So being able to, if, if a towel wears down to the point where it's just not going to be suitable for a body, I cut it and use it for rags in my garage until they're just disintegrated and gone. (laughs) So there's ways to continue. Yeah. Or instead of cleaning up a spill in the kitchen, those can be used for, you know, cleaning up the floor if you spill something rather than, you know, 10 paper towels. And and one other suggestion, a bull mastiff. He's amazing. (laughs) Dogs are great for that. Any spills on the kitchen floor (laughs) he takes care of. There's no stickiness. It's a little slippery sometimes. You just got to wait. It'll dry. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Number 12, rather than using brand new sheets of paper or whatever, use a digital grocery list. We use an app called Wonderlist and there's a number of them out there. But what I love about Wonderlist is... You can share it with members of the family for multiple things. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of list it is, but we use a grocery list and anybody can add to it. Mm -hmm. So if we have a a running grocery list for the week, somebody says, oh, I used the last of the milk or whatever that item is. Um, Oh, we're out of coffee. You add it to the grocery list and everybody can see that. So if someone has to stop at the store and pick something up, it gets checked off. Bing. Everybody knows that was picked up. You're speaking my language. We, yeah. I don't know if we spoke on the last one, but I just bought Alexa uh, multiple yeah. echo dots for my house. And, and anybody that has an echo dot, if you don't have the Alexa app on your phone, that is definitely, it, it's the same. It'll be the same as Wonderlist. I mean, it'll do a lot yep. of other things too, but it's so nice to be able to say, Alexa, add such and such to my, my shopping list. Yep. And same thing when, so if my wife and, and my wife does carpool to work, so she is the one that will usually stop by the store on the way home once or twice a week, depending on what we're getting. She can just pull that up and anything that I've added or she's added. And we did find something that my grandson, who's five years old, added. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> really? Really? Uh, anyway, but yeah, whoever adds it, it'll be there. She can check it off and then it just, it goes away after we've purchased it and it's ready for the next time. So that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. So, or, we, yeah. you know, if we're packing to go somewhere, we have a shared packing list, mm-hmm. you know, that, I mean, you can use it for anything. So yeah, it's great. Yep. Yeah. Number 13, uh, if you, especially if you have a, a family, you know, have a write on, wipe off family message board, whether it's for chores, family messages, stop leaving paper notes everywhere. Have one of those. Again, it's about saving trees. Yes, you know, absolutely. Um, yeah. So it's a very easy one. Here's a little green building option. Not everybody necessarily needs this, but you know, there are multiple green building options. So, you know, straw bale, bamboo, if you're remodeling bamboo floors, use recovered lumber. Cobb, if you're going to do some remodeling in the house, make sure you're looking at any of the green building options that are out there. Because again, look at your environmental footprint mm-hmm. and how you can and be a little bit greener. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we are going to run out of time before we get to all 30 of these. So I'm going to give you number 15. All right. And next podcast for this month, we have a wonderful guest coming on. Um, we have Joe Keefe from Impacts Investment nice. Management Group. But I'm going to give you number 15. And then next month in March, we're going to do the other 15. So, oh, I'm so excited. I, I know. Me too. And because I, I love this. And 
We just can't get through all thirty of hey, these. We'd be the here time, all. We'd be here for two hours. We could totally. I want to yes. promise. <laughs> I want to promise you though, and I, 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 I say this. Let's let's do this together. Before yep. the next time we meet, let's both do the water footprint one. Yes. Let's okay. do that. And, and we'll then compare we'll compare notes. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. I promise you we'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll, when we come back for next month in March, we'll, that's where we we'll start it. is the, the water. I'm nervous about it, but I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Right. So number 15, and I think this is really important because it, it's a big issue in the sustainable investment world, packaging. So mm-hmm. we can cut back on our own packaging by buying in bulk and using your own containers. There's a lot of places that will allow you to bring in your own container so you can weigh that first and really? then yeah and then refill your own your your container. So whether it's spices and let me tell you spices are so much less expensive if you buy them in bulk than hmm. buying them in brand new jars. I never thought about that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, because you already have the jar, right? The jar of you know, yeah. um, Paprika cayenne or, pepper or, yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just refill it. It's a lot less expensive, um, or whatever it is. Oatmeal, you know, rolled oats, all of those things. So much less expensive to buy in bulk. Oh yeah, I love granola, um, so I, I do. Yeah, bulk. you know, granola, yeah, absolutely. Plus the packaging, you know. I mean, think about cereal. Most of it's pretty much made by the same company anyway, whether it's yeah. in bulk or not. So, but it's packed in, in a box and then in a bag and then you don't need all that packaging. Exactly. So, you know, buy reusable containers and place it in that. All right. So, yeah. That's, that's number great. 15. Yeah. So we've got 15 more. We're going to share those next month and we're going to start with the water yep. calculator. Here- so I challenge all of my listeners to do that before next month too. And yeah, they can that, see what they have. That's a great have. idea. That's a yeah, great idea. So you could, we can compare numbers. I'm telling you, I'm going to do the water thing. The, yeah. uh, um, the water footprint. What, what was the website again? It the was website water calculator. Is water calculator. Yeah. Watercalculator.org. Yeah. I'm going to do that the day before we get on the podcast to record. And yes. I'm not going to shower till then. There. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm not sure your wife's going to okay. go for that, but you know, well, let's see. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kim. Thank you so much for your time. This is this is great. I'm looking forward to the next podcast. I'm looking forward to your guests too. I'm going to learn yes. a lot. I know that. I always do. Yeah. Uh, and audience, I want to thank you for listening to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Grego Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Kim comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And do that, please, and have them go to watercalculator.org. And rub it in their face because you beat them. Uh, No, don't do that. Just encourage each other to use less water or have a smaller footprint. It'll go a long, long way in creating a better place for all of us to live. Again, thank you for listening today. For everyone at Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Deep Impact Investing Podcast, the sustainable, responsible impact investing podcast that shows you how to get your voice heard. It's time to start investing like you give a damn. To ask a question that we can answer on an upcoming podcast, email us at info at horizonssfs.com or join the conversation on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash horizons sustainable financial services or give us a call at 505-982-9661.
Don't forget to click the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. The companies we may speak about during our podcast are not recommendations for investment only. You and your financial advisor can determine what the right investments are for you and your situation. Horizon Sustainable Financial Services is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of New Mexico and other jurisdictions were registered or exempted. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host and or guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.